Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. I'm a self-employed graphic designer living here in New York City, and every Thursday I mix together stories from the past and present to dig deeper into the history behind world-famous events, discover the truth about popular myths, and reveal the psychology behind everyday life experiences. So with your favorite cocktail in hand, join me and subscribe to Thick and Thin for free today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on new episodes. Check it out. Hello, everyone. What is up? It's Savannah Brimer here from the true crime podcast, Killer Instinct. If you have a true crime obsession like me, Killer Instinct is the podcast for you. Join me every week as we dive into the wildest, most twisted true crime cases. Anything and everything from unsolved, solved, cold cases, missing persons cases, and serial killer cases. Each case will leave your head spinning. And with that being said, I also wanted to get you guys prepared for Halloween. Halloween is the only time a year where we give you five back-to-back true crime Halloween-inspired cases every day from October 24th to October 28th. These are cases you are not going to want to miss. So make sure you pause what you're listening to right now, head over and subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. We post every Wednesday and I can't wait to see you there. The next time you feel like you've seen a ghost, you might want to call the fire department because one of the common causes of perceiving ghost sightings is carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, I've heard this. Yes. Yeah. It makes you hallucinate and see things. Yeah. And you don't know because you don't know that you're Right. Being poisoned by carbon right. monoxide. Because then you can't smell it. Yeah. It just sets in slowly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. There's something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Grace and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. That was kind of a giveaway about what we're talking about today. I'm afraid no ghost. But before we get into speaking about ghosts and if they're real and they haunt the streets, yeah, um, we have some ratings and reviews to read out. Yeah, we get some people to shout out from Apple Podcasts. And literally one of them that we're shouting out today mm-hmm. gave us this idea for this podcast. Yep. So if you want to have your question featured... If you've got a hot idea for yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Drop it in the rating and review. Yeah. And it will 
I would say 95% sure it will get made into an episode. Yeah. Unless it's a bad idea. (laughs) Yes. This person is named AKA. AKA. And they titled this review, Love This Podcast. Thank you so much. We love you, AKA. Yeah, we love you, AKA. (laughs) They said, this podcast is awesome, just like the TKR YouTube channel. Thanks for the great content. Love from Iran. Aw, thanks. Thank you so much, AKA. We have a listener in Iran. Dude, that's cool. That is so cool. That blows my mind, honestly. It really does blow my mind that we have people outside the United States. So if you want, if, I mean, honestly, drop where you're from. Yeah. Everyone, because I think it is so cool. Like, just tag it on the end, because I think it's so cool to know where people are from. Yeah, I agree. On to the main review. The one that inspired this. The one that inspired the whole podcast today. They said, this is from Dapper LS. Nice. Question for T-Core. First, comma, I love your show. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. They said, secondly, also, are ghosts real? Good question. It's a very good question. That is the podcast episode. That is the podcast. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Are ghosts real? We're just talking about ghosts today. Yeah. Spooky ghosts. I actually did. This is a really fascinating episode to me. Yeah. So before you log off and you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about ghosts today. We're actually talking about how the brain processes information. Yeah. That's where a lot of ghost stuff comes from is the brain's processing system. So before you go, because you're like, I'm not interested in ghosts. Ghosts. There's science here. There really is. And it's really interesting. I found myself very fascinated by this whole thing. Yes. The next time you feel like you've seen a ghost... You might want to call the fire department because one of the common causes of perceiving ghost sightings is carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, I've heard this. Yes. Yeah. It makes you hallucinate and see things. Yeah. And you don't know because you don't know that you're being poisoned by carbon monoxide. Because you can't smell it. Yeah. It just sets in slowly. Yeah. That's really interesting. So the, the question here is, are ghosts real? Ghost hunters like to believe that ghosts exist, but science and logic are truly the real ghostbusters here. Indeed. Wait. But if you believe in ghosts, you're not alone. I will be honest. I do believe in ghosts. I, I'm i on the fence. I, well, I don't know what I'm on. I don't think I believe in I ghosts. I think I believe in spirits. Right. Throughout this whole podcast, we're not getting into any sort of religious belief or anything like that. Nope. Um, everyone has their own beliefs. This is more just the scientific angle yeah. of ghosts and spirits. And a little bit of our opinion along the way. And, well, <laughs> a heavy sprinkle of our opinion. Yeah. So if you believe in ghosts, you're not alone. I choose to believe in spirits. I don't know about ghosts. Ghost okay. feels a little like aggressive to me, but that's okay. <laughs> Cultures all around the world believe in spirits that survive death to live in another realm. Actually, ghosts are among the most widely believed paranormal phenomenon okay that millions makes sense. of people are super invested in ghosts i mean people love ghost stories who like doesn't love a good ghost oh around a campfire everyone, everyone does it, yeah. well and it, okay it's saying they're the most believed paranormal phenomenon yeah i mean of the paranormal phenomenons they're the top dog the, yeah that's the big one right it's the top of the pyramid yeah vampires tried to come for them yeah, we had on. twilight like they tried they had a little werewolves run. had their moment but like no one has ever topped ghosts no. ghosts are ghosts are the paranormal yeah yeah 
there's tons of stuff that is just for mere entertainment. And in 2019, there was a poll that found 46% of Americans say that they truly believed in ghosts. Mm, okay. And only 7% of respondents said they believed in vampires. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. There's our scientific backup for us saying that they're the top dog. Yeah, they're very far on top there. Yeah. So I think what's really cool is like death has been talked about since the dawn of time. Right. Well. We've always been obsessed with death. It's always happening. Yeah, it's always happening. Yeah. Like, I mean, from the Bible to Macbeth, mm-hmm. folklore, it, it's in everything. The spirits, the yeah. ghosts, the, the stories, like. People are obsessed with death. We're obsessed with it. We love it. It's a cultural <laughs> love, thing. We freaking love death, we man. We freaking love it. Big fans. So the belief in ghosts is part of a larger web of related phenomenal beliefs, including near-death experiences, life after death, spirit communication, and this belief offers many people comfort. Uh, and I mean, who doesn't want to believe in a loved one passing and them looking out for you and your yeah. time and need and stuff? Like, it's it's a comforting thing to think of spirits. Yeah, I mean, I think at least in the early days of understanding, mm-hmm. I assume, you know, that's where that thought came from. For sure. Is obviously it's a traumatic and difficult thing to accept mm-hmm. the loss of a loved one. Yeah. But if you can then rationalize in your head yeah you like rationalize and say wow they're not actually gone yeah then that makes that blow a little easier it's for sh- hold on to that yeah because that's actually going to be a big piece of Ooh. our science going forward Ooh. okay like it's a huge thing okay are you ready amazon warehouse hiring day is coming on october 26th amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this amazon warehouse is the place to work things like competitive pay great benefits and so much more drop in for some swag bring a friend and you could even walk away with a job to find an amazon warehouse hiring day event close to you visit amazon.com hiring day that's amazon.com hiring day amazon is an equal opportunity employer It wasn't until recently that ghost hunting became a widespread interest around the world. Mm, Had to do in part with television glorifying it, of course, with TV series like Ghost Hunters. Have you watched Ghost Hunters? What makes you think that I'm going to be able to sit through (laughs) Ghost Hunters? Okay. Uh, When I was a little kid, we used to watch it all the time. Uh, Big fan of Ghost Hunters. And specifically the show Ghost Hunters on sci-fi. Um, because all the other ones, there was like a bunch of other crap shows. And one of oh them my was gosh, like yeah. Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. They would put the like creepy reenactments in there. Yes. Where it was like this really dark and scary thing. I didn't like that. Obviously, as this kid. It's terrifying. Ghost Hunters, they were just like, oh, we're at a place. We got some cameras. Let's go. <laughs> we're checking stuff out. There was no like reenactments to try yeah. and make you scared. Um, didn't ever find anything. At least that I, in any of the episodes I watched, there was like, really, I like there would be, you know, they would have the recording of like a voice that. Hold could... on to that. We're gonna talk about that too. Wow, <laughs> I am spoiling everything in this podcast. No, you're not. You're setting it up for great se- success. Yeah. Okay. That's. But yeah, I was a big fan of Ghost Hunters when I was a little kid. Have you ever been on a ghost tour though? No, I've never been on a ghost tour. Okay, so in the South, that's like something you do for big, fun. <laughs> big, big ghosts down there. Yeah, well, especially in Charleston. Sure. It's where I think it was the Civil War was fought. And so there's a, yeah, lot, there's a of lot of that soldiers there. and stuff and graveyards. Yeah. And just lots of soldiers and stories. And so you go on these ghost tours when you're younger and they 
it's more of a glorified history lesson sure. than anything yeah. and like it's but a, they do it at night or yeah, something. yeah <laughs> you just walk around charleston at night with a big group and they tell you these quote-unquote ghost stories yeah. and stuff and they were always fun sure. like i always had a good time i learned something did new. you in your like hometown where you grew up did you have a place that was like the local haunted building like people said like oh that place is haunted don't go there i don't think so really we no. had that in my town. <laughs> you lived in a small town. I lived in a teeny town, um, but it was the elementary school. Oh, God. Which what? was super old. They built it in like the 40s. Oh, so was it just like one room? No, it was a, it was a decent sized building. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was, I was thinking like a schoolhouse just, just like, like out in a field. School, like on a prairie. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it, it, was, it was a substantial building. Is this the same one you sing Christmas songs around the tree? It, it is, yeah, <laughs> the, the very same um it no longer is there they tore it down and built a new building which is sad oh um but that was always the thing it was haunted 100 percent. everyone oh my God, said it was terrifying. haunted um i never i never encountered a ghost there though so have you ever encountered a spirit or a ghost I no no I don't, I don't have anything yeah interesting yeah you got some yes oh my sister and i have both had the same experience in really? our old house oh, yes yeah. um same room our house was built on farmland okay and so like the people that sold it who knows who like family wise died on that farmland was buried blah 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 we both had similar experiences in the same room Mm. with a um antique chair that my mom had bought a chair yes Mm -hmm. and it was this girl sitting in like a white flowy dress okay and i experienced it and my sister experienced it and i actually switched rooms with her because of it oh and so i didn't tell her it happened because i was like that's creepy and so we i was like here you can have the big room (laughs) like being the good big sister that i am yeah and we switched and she had the exact same experience. Interesting. And our house, you could hear someone walking up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And when my parents weren't home, if we were like in the shower or something, you could hear yeah. people talking. Oh, dear. Yes. Okay. And so like, I don't know. We're going to get into it because there's some sure. there's some stuff behind there's that. There's some science. Yeah, there's some science behind it. But yeah. I've had that experience and I've had a couple weird experiences yeah. here in Utah in the house that I live in. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have any other. Um, yeah, I don't have any like. I mean, I'm sure I've heard noises or you know whatever yeah. little stuff, but I I don't have like a this moment. My dad has as well, actually. Oh really? Yeah. He um, was down in a library basement, and him and already his, creepy. Yeah. So they were like looking at these slides like of old newspapers. Because like they don't say yeah right. (laughs) Well, anyway, long story short, they're down in the basement. They're the only two down there. Like the librarian told them to go downstairs and look on these slides, and like the newspaper articles would be on them. Sure. And so they go down there, and they're like looking at them. They can't find what they're looking for because they were like really. They just learned about this Native American tribe that used to live up in Indiana on this land, and they were like super interested and intrigued in it, and they wanted to know more information. So they went down to the basement. And they were down there and this gentleman kind of came over to them and was like, what are you guys looking for? And my dad told them and he directed them over to a drawer. My dad said the man never touched anything. He never like 
interact he never touched them he never interacted with anything yeah he just like pointed to that drawer and was like check that over there like it might be over there and they found it immediately and like looked at it and they're like oh this is so cool like yeah. they, they turned around to thank him and he wasn't there Ooh. so they go back upstairs and the librarian that is like did you guys find what you were looking for and my dad was like we did there was this awesome gentleman downstairs that helped us and she like went white and she was like I have been sitting here the whole time and no one has walked downstairs. Oh. You two are the only ones that have gone down there. Mm. And my dad saw this plaque behind her and my dad was like, it was him. He helped us. Ah. Like he was there. He helped us. And she looked at him and turned around, looked at my dad and said, son, he died two years ago. Oh man. And they like booked it out of there. Shoot. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I think there. I don't know. Who knows? But we're gonna get into. Sorry, it was a really long story. But like, it was still, riveting. I feel like we need some like creepy music under that. Really right. Set really set amp the it tone. up. Okay. Uh, also, side note: if you've got a good ghost story, drop in the comments. Please do. Yeah. We should like open up a whole thing and just like read ghost stories. It'll be a second podcast. We're yeah. just gonna start. <laughs> we start a ghost story podcast. What can we call it instead of like the random theory? The ghost theory. Ghost theory. Nailed it. <laughs> Got it. We really crushed that. <laughs> Got it in one. We're good. Okay. <laughs> so the reason I told that story and we're like sharing this is because personal experience is one thing. Yeah. But scientific evidence is another matter. So part of the difficulty of investigating ghosts is there's not one universally agreed on definition of what a ghost is. Right. So this is like the comedy podcast the comedy all over thing, again. Yeah. It's not. They don't have a scientific definition of it. Some people believe that they're spirits of the dead who, for whatever reason, get lost on their way to the other side. Yep. And then others claim that ghosts are instead telepathic entities projected into the world from our minds. Oh, that's that, interesting. That was like when I read that one, I was like, oh. Interesting. <laughs> projected into the world from telepathic entities yeah. projected into the world from our minds. I feel like I haven't heard that one. That's interesting. I haven't either. Hmm. And then there, of course, there's other people that have their own special categories for ghosts. Um, there's like poltergeists, residential hauntings, intelligent spirits, shadow people. Uh, um, so, you know, there's all these different types of things. It's like fairies and dragons. Fairies and dragons. Yeah, like there's all these different types of dragons we got all kinds pictures of pictures and yeah. like fairies. There's all these different types of fairies. Like there's all these different ghosts. Oh, I thought, okay. What? I thought you were saying like fairies and dragons are like <laughs> ghosts. I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Like there's just like, there's so many types of fairies. There's like there's, types. A, there's the garden fairy gotcha. and the sleep fairy and the tooth fairy. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, Tinkerbell. Like, yes, Tinkerbell. Yeah. <laughs> so with all these different types of ghosts. Yes. We're used to our senses giving us accurate information about the world. Right. Like if I look at you, I'm pretty sure you're sitting there. Yes. And I look at you and I'm pretty sure that you're sitting there too. Right. So when we're experiencing a hallucination, our first instinct is to usually believe it. Okay. If you see or feel the presence of a loved one who's died and you trust that perception, then it has to be a ghost. Okay. Because that's easier to believe than the idea that your brain is lying to you. Oh, interesting. Yes. So you don't want to believe that you're hallucinating. Right. So you instead believe that there's yeah. a ghost sitting. So you say, that's a ghost because it's easier for you because your brain controls your whole body. Mm -hmm. So if you don't trust your brain. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't do anything else. You can't do else. anything after that. Yeah. 
our brains have a very challenging job. It's like, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like if your brain like misfires on something, like you have, you don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah. Like you see this thing and you immediately like, that's a ghost. Yeah. Like out of the corner of your eye, you're like, that has to be a ghost. It's gotta be a ghost. It couldn't be uh, my brain. Just, just misfiring information. Just doing a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would my brain do that to also, me? Also the thought of like, I f- we're referring to the brain as like a secondary thing. <laughs> It's the brain talking to itself. Literally, literally. It's like, I couldn't be doing this wrong. Yeah, but our brains have a really tough job. So information from the world is bombarding you and it gets mixed up and the signals get all jumbled sometimes and it's just Mm. a lot. It's a lot to take in. I mean, it's processing your eyes that are taking in color, your ears that are hearing sound, your skin that's sensing pressure, and the brain is trying to make sense of this whole mess that it's getting. It's amazing. It, it, it really is. Yeah. So this is called bottom-up processing. And our brain is honestly so good that it sometimes finds meaning in meaningless things. Ooh. Yes. Understatement of the year, probably, <laughs> but probably not what we're talking about here. It's so good <laughs> that it sometimes find meaning in meaningless things. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that needs to be a sweatshirt. <laughs> Finding meaning in meaningless <laughs> things. <laughs> I feel like that is a large portion of the population of the world. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. That was like a hot Twitter. Take. That was a hot. That take. was a really hot take. <laughs> I'm coming in with a hot take. It really is, though. We try to find meaning in, like, all these things. TikToks. Oh, my gosh. Literally. No one cares. It's meaningless at the end of the day. TikToks. Except follow me on TikTok. Except, yeah, follow (laughs) me. I mean, obviously, our stuff, right? Yeah. This podcast. It's fine. Our stuff's great. Yeah. We have substance here. (laughs) Okay. So this bottom-up processing where the brain is finding meaning in meaningless things is known as periidolia. Periidolia. This is when you experience, or you experience it whenever you stare at clouds and you see a rabbit or oh. a ship or a face or you gaze at the moon and see a face. Right. I have heard that, that the brain is like process... Or, um, predetermined it's like destined to find a face in something yes like if you look at just a jumble of random crap on a table you're like oh that looks like a face Mm -hmm. and it's like no there's no face there i was i didn't put this in here actually but there was a study that i was looking at where they did that they had a static screen and i think like 12 of them had faces in them and Mm. 12 of them did not and then another 12 had like something else in them yeah and they were trying to decipher like Will the brain see through the no- the noise to see the face or like is that our brain just constantly going to put a face on something? Yeah. And they found that the brain actually wants to always put a face on something. Yeah. You're always looking for a yeah, face. Yeah. You're always looking for something to make sense. Like if you look at a TV screen like Poltergeist, like how they mm-hmm. base the whole thing on static. Yeah. You're always looking something in that static. Like yeah. there has to be something there. Yeah. It's crazy how our brain works. So that's how the eyes are processing the misinformation. The eyes and... Yeah, our eyes, how the brain processes that. But there's also this frequency called the fear frequency. I've heard about this. Have you? Yeah. I had never heard of this. I think I heard it on another podcast. Oh. Sorry. It's really interesting. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It's really, uh, it's chilling to me. It's really freaky because this story makes it even more freaky. So just below 
the range of human hearing, infrasound can cause some strange sensations. Humans can't hear sounds below 20 hertz, but some people subconsciously respond to lower frequencies with feelings of fear or dread. Yeah. Weird. Crazy, right? Literally crazy. You hear... Well, you don't. You, there's just a sensation because you can't actually hear the sound. But you feel it. But it makes you feel a, like dread or fear. It's crazy. So... There's one account from 1998. Engineer Vic Tady, sure. Nice. Uh, was in a lab that was believed to be haunted. He and his colleagues experienced anxiety, distress, and felt cold shivers down their spines, and even reported seeing a dark blob out of the corner of their eyes. Oh. It turned out that there was a silent fan creating sound waves around 19 hertz the exact frequency that can cause the human eyeball to vibrate and see optical illusions. Whoa. When they finally switched it off, there was a huge weight that was lifted off of them. Oh, that's very interesting. Could you imagine? A fan causing you to hallucinate. Yes, because it's rattling the eyeballs. Yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure another name for that because what that was called the what? The fear frequency. The fear frequency. I think I've also heard it called the hum. The hum. Yeah. And it like been referred to as the hum. Hmm. And there were reports of, I remember I listened to a whole podcast series about, I think it's called the Dyatlov Pass. Dyatlov Pass. Sure. But it was a group of hikers in Russia in the like 20s or something. No one knew what happened to them. They just found their remains, but none of it added up and didn't yeah. make sense. I know exactly you know what, what you're I'm talking, talking about. about? Yeah. yeah. And there was like a bunch of weird stuff. Somebody was missing a tongue or something. Yes. It was really weird. And I think this might have been disproven, but one of the leading theories for a long time was wind coming off the mountain creating the hum. a hum like that, a low frequency thing oh. that caused them to have like paranoia and anxiety and basically lose their mind. Wow. I think that's been I don't think that's the leading theory. I think I think now they said it was an avalanche. Sure. But that was a theory for a while. I think it would be very interesting to be I would I would be willing to experience the hum or the yeah. fear frequency in a room if I knew I could get out. You could they could shut it off quick. Yes. Yeah. I would be very interested to see how like it made me feel. Like thinking yeah. about it gives me chills. Yeah. But I would be very intrigued. Yeah. I'm sure I mean, do this at your own like yeah. judgment i'm sure you can find it online I i'm bet, sure i bet you can just like look it up on youtube but i also just don't even want to experience it yeah so another explanation for this is unusual electromagnetic fields so electromagnetic fields or emf meters are commonly used to identify electrical problems they're also a staple in ghost hunters big toolbox. time you got that <laughs> get that emf reader that has the lights oh, yeah. on it that flash yep oh yeah that's the stuff Neuroscientist Michael Persinger thinks normal variations in electromagnetic fields could be a possible explanation for supposed hauntings. Okay. And he tested this in the 1980s by having people wear helmets oh. <laughs> that delivered weak magnetic stimulations. Stimulate. Stimulations. Simulations. Stimulations. <laughs> something. 80% of his test subjects said they felt an unexplained presence in the room uh, when they had on the helmet. Okay. So they have found that the spooky places yeah. that feel spooky for sure have been found to have unusual electromagnetic fields. Okay. And I don't know if that has to do with like 
something is really there and that's why the electromagnetic field is off or right. if it's just off in that place. I mean, I have heard, again, because I watched a lot of Ghost Hunters when I was a kid. Big Ghost Hunter guy. Big <laughs> Ghost Hunter guy over here. That that was always a very common thing and they would debunk it mm-hmm. um, because it was like, oh, the old, old house is super creepy. Yeah. Well, it's an old house with old wiring. Exactly. So there's a lot of electromagnetic fields going on. Yeah. And that was the ex- that's the explanation for it, right? Um, whereas, like a new, newly built house with proper wiring and stuff does not have that same problem. And it's and it's another thing that, like, when you hear the creaking and you hear mm-hmm. the noises and you hear all these different sounds that the brain can't explain, it yeah. automatically goes into defense of like that's a ghost. That's a ghost. Like when you hear your house creak at night, it's. It's just settling. It's, good. it's fine. Yeah. But like in your brain, you immediately are like, what was that? Yeah. I'm, I need to be scared. I'm on alert. Something's off. Yes. Out of the normal. Yeah. Yeah. And so you immediately go into defense mode. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of this just has to do with the brain being tricked, yeah. misfiring, all those good things. Well, it, it's crazy. I mean, that's the, that's probably like the big thing. Yeah. Is, you know, there are some crazy ghost stories out there. Sure. Which like. Some of them are like, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know how to explain that. But I would say a good majority, what, like 90%? Probably. I would say like 90% of ghost stories, spooky encounters are just the brain messing up and oh, yeah. trying to cover for itself by being like, ah, it's a ghost. It's, it's, it it's a ghost. The last thing we're going to talk about is carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> the secret killer here. The, the silent killer. <laughs> Literally, though. It is. It, sh- it should be taken seriously. It really should be because if you're hallucinating, seeing things, feel like you're being haunted, yeah, this could very well be just carbon monoxide poisoning. And you should really get that checked out ASAP. Yes. So there was this uh, Halloween episode on This American Life, and the host, Ira Glass, and toxologist... We're basically unearthing an old ghost story that was published in the American Journal of Ophthalmology. So this was in the American Journal of Ophthalmology in 1921. So Miss H and her family moved into an old house and began experiencing what seemed like paranormal activity. The sounds of footsteps, strange voices, and even feeling like they were being held down in their beds by an unseen person. Ooh, not great. So I've actually experienced this. It was sleep paralysis. Oh, that's a whole other thing that's scary. Yeah. It was the worst experience of my life. Honestly. I'm a little terrified of it. It it happened to me exactly one time, and I hope it only happens to me exactly one time. Yeah. Because it was the worst sensation I've ever felt. Yeah. Could not move. Felt like someone was holding me down in bed. crazy. Like, it was awful. Mm. Awful, 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 awful. Couldn't get myself to like, I woke up and could not get my body to move. Yeah. Terrible. Whoa. So anyway, they felt like they were being held down uh, in their beds by an unseen person. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the house plants were dying and Mrs. H children felt weak and suffered from headaches. Uh, Maybe I should have the house checked for carbon monoxide. Are the house plants dying? Um, these down here died very fast. These di- well, okay. <laughs> Cards on the table. These are fake plants. Now. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Did you notice our new plants? You, if you watch on YouTube, we have new plants. They, they are not real. You can literally click on our 
episodes and just like yeah. watch them slowly die. You can watch the progress of death from. Yes. The, well, that's just because they didn't. They there's no sunlight. Yeah, it's fine. We're fine. It's fine. So they're dying. Her children are feeling weak, um, yeah. and we're suffering headaches. A quick investigation revealed that there was a faulty furnace and was uh-huh. filling the house with carbon monoxide fumes. And they were being carbon monoxide poisoned, which caused yep. hallucinations and sickness and explained all their symptoms. And then they got it fixed mm-hmm. and the haunting stopped. Of course. There you go. So there it is. One takeaway from this podcast, get a carbon monoxide detector. Check your house. Plug that thing in and leave it. Everywhere. Plug yeah. them in everywhere. Yeah, get Do them, a quick check Have your one house. by your furnace. Yeah. And then have one like uh, in the other room or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Leave it and just set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Exactly. Because when you start seeing ghosts and hearing <laughs> footsteps, hopefully that thing goes off. Otherwise, your house is actually haunted. Literally. Yeah. So there's your science for explaining ghost there's dapper ghosts. LS. Dapper LS. We appreciate you. It was a good episode. I it learned was, a lot. It's a very, it's a scientific take on ghosts. Yes. I feel you did well. It didn't, we weren't taking it aside and saying like, ghosts aren't real. Here's why. Yeah. It was just like, here's some things that might be causing your, sure, your ghostly sightings. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Who knows? It's, it's an interesting world out there. And the thing is, we'll never know. But science, using science and logic sometimes makes it a little bit easier to process. Yeah. So next time, yeah. Next time you see a ghost, just remember your brain is probably tricking you. Yeah, remember your brain is just doing a lot right now. It's got a lot going on. It's got like a lot on its plate and just cut it some slack and be like, ah. Yeah, you're good, it's okay. buddy. Just Not a give ghost. it a little pat. Like, <laughs> Thank you, brain. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, leave us a rating and review. Yeah, if you liked this podcast and um, enjoyed having ghosts explained, leave a rating and review. Hop over to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Drop a rating and review. Drop a podcast topic if you have one that you want to hear i would love that put put it in the uh review maybe we'll do a whole podcast if we get a lot of them yeah we'll just do a podcast hitting on like requested things oh, like a people. rapid fire yeah yeah that could be good so you guys got to get on it and those ratings and reviews and like just drop them like they're hot down yeah. in that <laughs> if drop all your burning topics your burning questions of life that'd be great guys thank you so much for hanging out with us today yeah. this is fun should we go find some ghosts yeah let's go upstairs and just yell and hopefully we find some we might honestly let's go turn on that weird frequency (laughs) no okay (laughs) all right bye bye are you ready amazon warehouse hiring day is coming on october 26th amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this amazon warehouse is the place to work things like competitive pay great benefits and so much more drop in for some swag bring a friend and you could even walk away with a job to find an amazon warehouse hiring day event close to you visit amazon.com hiring day that's amazon.com hiring day amazon is an equal opportunity employer Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.